Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Uh, we've spoken to Robbie Catter and I said that we'd catch up with the Bar Calderon Regional Council Mayor uh, this morning in Sean Dillon. We will talk with the Western Down Regional Mayor Paul McVeigh a little later as well, just about housing affordability in his neck of the woods. But foot and mouth disease is at the forefront at the moment. There's no two ways about it and it is a very serious topic. Sean, good morning. Firstly, a weather update from your neck of the woods. The buddy, you guys haven't seen cold weather. No one's seen it like it. It's been a cold winter, hasn't it? Mate, well, I don't know if we could say it's been overly cold all of winter, but for this part of winter, it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's proper cold. We've um, we've found frost in places we didn't think frost would get here in Barcoolin. And, uh, yeah, no, but then... Our southern friends have told us that this is mild, so we're uh, we're not scaring the tourists away. But yeah, no, mate, it's, it's certainly been a bit of pasture off, that's for sure. Yeah, unbelievable uh, in the in the process as well. You've got some challenges. There's no two ways about it when you live regionally, but this for the agricultural sector is one of the biggest challenges that we face. Talking to people yesterday, we need to be alert but not alarmed. You know, it it is it is very serious. As we speak, Murray, what is overseas? But you have already implemented your own biosecurity uh, measures for your region because of the threat. And I think this is the greatest leadership you can show, what you guys have done. Just step it through from a local government perspective, what your council has done in the last meetings and the minutes that you've put in and what you trying you are trying to do so you can prevent it in your neck of the woods. Mate, for us, it's, it's number one is is prevention. You're right. Like, I mean, I don't think um, there's a few doomsayers out there predicting what we're going to do, how we're going to respond when it gets here. I, I, I don't think that 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 is the the situation. I think we can still prevent it. Um, I think the number one thing we need to do is be alert and, and aware of what it is that we are doing when we come from, from a foreign country or from another property even, you know, I mean, Biosecurity starts at home. Um, so our number one, uh, what, what, what we've done at Barcourt and Regional Council is we've moved to install signage, but also distribute material, um, making people aware of what it looks like, who to contact if you think you might have seen it. Um, just the simple things that we've probably overlooked for a long period of time in, in terms of uh, a biosecurity practice and, and, and awareness. Um, regime. So uh, our focus is on is, is certainly on preventing it from arriving. Um, but then we've also approved a budget to be developed to assist in the in the event that it does arrive, and yep. we can help you know other levels of government because we've got the gear out here in Western Queensland. You know we have the earth moving equipment that might be required in the event of a disaster, and we've got the staff that look after our our rural lands. Um, so. I mean, our focus is on prevention, but we've also um, put a hand behind the scenes and said, well, if we need to, we will step up and help in the event of, it, of an incursion. Oh, the, the thing I say about it, and I, and I say this on many occasions, is that the fact that you've got such an agricultural background and that you know it, you're bringing sensible, sensible measures in and preventable measures in if you have got it You've got it in place. It seems to me that from a state level and from a federal level, we are not at that point yet. And and that's the concerning thing for me. As of Sunday, people were landing from Indonesia into Woomba 
and walking with no biosecurity check. And that, to me, scares the woolies out of me. Like, I, 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 I cannot speak in any way more, more passionately about this because it could bring the industry to its knees in a heartbeat. Oh, mate, not only the industry. Like, it will bring – I said yesterday that world war doesn't pose the same threat to Western Queensland's economy. As, as foot and mouth disease. And I genuinely believe that. Um, there's nothing out here that we can build our our businesses around other than agriculture. Like tourism is linked to agriculture. Logistics and freight is linked to agriculture. Home construction is linked to agriculture. Everything in Western Queensland originates its base in agriculture. So therefore, any threat to agriculture is a threat to the viability of Western Queensland. And and some some will say I'm overdramatic in, in that statement. Um, that's the reality from those of us that live here. We we have no greater threat than a biosecurity threat to to our animals, to our livelihood, to our livestock. Um, I, I, one of the frustrating things for me is is, is is seeing the criticism of of the other levels of government, knowing what they're doing behind the scenes. Um, yeah, probably what's not real good from them is is their communication of that and that's what we think we can help with at local government we we can distribute because we are the level of government closest to the people we can distribute the information we can be the coal face for them we are the final step off point for people returning from indonesia to a to a, a cattle station or a sheep station in western queensland we 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 can help with that last mile that final link in the chain all of the hyperboles that you want to throw into the mix, we, we can be that and, and we can help with distributing c- communication and information direct to, to the people that have been visiting there or that are visiting from there. Um, and, and let's not overlook that either. You know, it's no. not all purely just Australia's going to Indonesia. There's a lot of Indonesians like visiting Australia as well and that's great. Yeah. But let's, let's, let's help implement some common sense biosecurity protocols that look after the livelihood of, of agriculture in Australia. So can you talk to me and from from your perspective and where you're sitting as a mayor, as a beef producer, are you concerned? Um, yes, I am, but not overly, um, if that makes sense. Like, is yeah. it possible that it could arrive? Yes. I genuinely think that, that, that we've, got, we've got some pretty good stuff happening and the biggest thing is, is – the fact that it's an airplane ride, you, you have to step off an airplane, you know. And, and I know there are a few boats that come across the, the sea right up in the north, but I don't think if, if, if it arrives in Australia, it's not going to arrive in a cattle herd in the Gulf or, or, or at the top of Arnhem Land. It's going to arrive in a feedlot in, in southern Queensland or, or northern New South Wales. But I think we can stop it. And I think that the greatest thing we're doing is talking about it. I'm aware of football teams that are doing end-of-season trips to Bali, and I don't want to stop that. I think it's great. That, yep. that, that finally the world is getting back to a sense of normality and travel's allowed because I, as people say don't let them go there, but hang on, we want them to come here. So how do you, you, you can't have your cake and eat it. But we can say when you come home, throw your thongs away or, you know, all of the other things that various different politicians have said. But realistically, I think we can balance international travel and local biosecurity and, and have – we can have our cake and eat it in agriculture. Um, and, and, I, and I genuinely believe that as dangerous a threat as the, this poses, and, and lumpy skin disease is only a shade behind that, we, we can prevent it by implementing some very simple biosecurity plans at a local level, 
the state and federal government will fall into place after next Tuesday's meeting and, and, and the, the pieces will come together. So um, I think the best thing we're doing is talking about it and making people very aware of what the implications of their actions are. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, it's worrying times. Uh, mate, stay warm. We're going to catch up. Well done to your uh, Council of Buck Orton Regional Council for actually having a plan, having it in place, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know and that's the big thing. Uh, we'll catch up again shortly, Sean. Good on you, Dobby. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.